Welcome to The Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about how God provides a leader for His people called God Raises Up a Deliverer from Exodus 1-3. through In that story, we learned the big truth that God raises up a leader to deliver His people out of slavery. This week's story is called Free at Last, and it comes from Exodus 4 through 15. Imagine being a slave your whole life. Each day you wake up, get out of bed, have a quick breakfast, and spend the rest of the day doing whatever your taskmaster tells you to do. That sounds kind of rough. Rough? That sounds terrible. It was. And the Israelites were slaves in Egypt for over 400 years. What do you think they thought about while they built cities and structures for the Egyptians? I bet they thought about how hot it was under the sun in the desert. Perhaps some thought about a new pharaoh that would get rid of slavery. Others may have thought about how to escape. One thing we know for sure is that some remembered God and prayed that he would deliver them. As we learned last week, God saw their suffering, and He came up with a plan to save them. Remember the burning bush? Remember when our always and forever God called Himself, I am who I am? This God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I have seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and I have come to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of Egypt into a land flowing with milk and honey. See Exodus 3, verses 6 through 8. God always keeps his promises. Today, we learn the exciting story of the promised rescue. Chapter 14, Free at Last, Exodus 4 to 15. If you and your family, a really, really big family, were slaves for 400 years, how would you expect to get free? Maybe a law could be passed outlawing slavery, or maybe a new president could be elected, or maybe you could dig a super long tunnel and disappear to a new country. With over four centuries to think and pray about it, I bet the Israelites had dreamed of a thousand different ways to freedom. And yet, they probably never imagined what God had planned for their deliverance. They had no idea that Moses, that man who had run away from Egypt 40 years earlier, would be God's chosen man to confront Pharaoh. They had no idea that they would have to make bricks without straw. They had no idea that God would give Moses powerful signs to impress Pharaoh, and that Pharaoh wouldn't be at all impressed. They had no idea that everything was going to get worse before anything started to get better. But that's how God usually works. Trouble before triumph, suffering before salvation, danger before deliverance, and in this case, a nasty plight before a lot of plagues. Ten plagues to be exact, 
each of them meant to make the gods and goddesses of Egypt look small and the real god of Israel look big. First came blood, then frogs and gnats and flies, then dead animals, then boils and hail and locusts, then darkness, and finally, death of the firstborn. It was a hard time for the Egyptians and a hard heart for Pharaoh. No matter how many times Moses talked to Pharaoh, and no matter how bad the next plague was, Pharaoh just wouldn't let the Israelites go. That was Pharaoh's fault and God's plan all at the same time. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, he changed his mind one last time and chased the Israelites to the Red Sea. It looked like things were about to get a lot worse, but they didn't. The bad things, that is, they got much better. Just when the Egyptians had the Israelites stuck between a rock and a wet place, God blew the water into two walls and God's people walked through the Red Sea on dry ground. True, the Egyptians followed after the Israelites to destroy them, but that was hardly a fair fight. After all, the Lord fights for his people. God made the Egyptians panic, made their chariots heavy, and then made the water swallow them up. The Israelites were so happy, they sang and danced and praised God for their redemption. God had answered their prayers, and the people were free at last. Have you noticed a pattern in how God works? Trouble before triumph? Suffering before salvation? Danger before deliverance? The story of our rescue in Jesus is no different. He is rejected by his people. He is arrested, sentenced to die, mocked, spit on, slapped, and finally crucified on a cross. Trouble, suffering, danger. But the story isn't over. Next comes triumph, salvation, and deliverance. Jesus rises from the dead. He triumphs over the grave. Jesus saves everyone who believes in him. And he will return to deliver us from trouble, suffering, and danger. And do you remember that peculiar way that God saved the Israelites? They had to put blood from a lamb on their doorposts. Exactly. And death passed over those who put the blood of a lamb on their doorposts. He did that to give us all a clue about how he would save the whole world later on. Through the blood of a more perfect lamb, God passes over our sin. And Jesus is the perfect lamb. That's right. Everyone who accepts the blood of Jesus, our sinless Passover lamb, will be saved. If you believe in Jesus as the perfect sacrifice for your sin, God will pass over you on Judgment Day. You, too, can be free at last. And that brings us to today's big truth. God saves his people from the Egyptians. And not only that, he saves us as well. He does. Not from the Egyptians, but from sin. All right, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verse for this week is Exodus 12, 13. 
the blood shall be a sign for you. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Okay, say it with me. Repeat after me. Exodus 12, 13. Exodus 12, 13. The blood shall be a sign for you. The blood shall be a sign for you. And when I see the blood, And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. I will pass over you. Great job! Keep practicing this verse through the week, okay? It's a great way to keep hiding God's Word in your heart. As we close our lesson, let's take a moment and pray together. Oh, great God, we praise you for setting us free and for giving us a new start in Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible, too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. Crossway presents Meg is Not Alone by Megan Hill, a children's book that teaches kids the importance and blessing of the local church. Check out Meg is Not Alone, published in partnership with the Gospel Coalition, and more by visiting crossway.org.